Have you ever looked at a masterpiece and thought to yourself, wow, that's beautiful, but I would change this color or that color. I would put this item a little bit to the left or a little bit to the right. Or have you ever been to a very fancy restaurant and looked at a dish and said, oh, this sounds delicious, but this ingredient I don't like and been tempted to request that exact dish just without the onions or without this spice or without that spice. So I remember as a young adult going out with my father, must have been an occasion to a very fancy restaurant. And um, I ordered and I asked for something without something in it. I have a few like specific foods that I really don't like, like rosemary. Can't smell it or go near it. Um, And I must have ordered something that sounded good, but I didn't want that in it. And I remember my father saying to me, you know, it's one thing if you're at uh, a deli or at a casual restaurant and ordering a regular, you know, regular dish and you don't want a particular ingredient. He said, but when you go to a very fancy restaurant and the person preparing the food is a renowned chef, usually there is some kind of synergy or harmony that exists within, you know, the different elements of food. And as I grew up and appreciated different types of art and things like that, you know, you realize that the I would have made this a different color or that a different color is childish. Meaning, when I first saw this painting, I appreciated the different elements of it because that's how an immature eye looks at art. And as you grow up and as you mature and develop, you recognize, wait a second, maybe the thing that I thought should go there is where it is for a very particular reason. And every color and every juxtaposition is just so. So that's true for, if that's true for human beings, al achas kama v'kama, how much more so, l'havdil elef alfe havdalos, how we, you know, it's, it's, it's almost criminal to, to compare but Hashem put us in this world and that's what we want to do, how true that is for the master of the universe. And what do I mean by that? I have had just personal revelation, a very difficult time since this magifa, since this plague has started, um, personally kind of balancing, and I don't really mean practically, much more intellectually, emotionally, the um, impact and the importance of what's going on in the world, how many people and how many Jewish people are suffering and are sick and are dying, Rahman al-Litzlan, with my own personal bubble, my own personal world that I live in. And um, Baruch Hashem, I couldn't ask for more in terms of my own personal situation. Um, And I have a comfortable home to live in. I have wonderful company um, and just a 
you know, outside space that we can go to and that we can utilize. And um, I've been having a great time. Yes, of course, there are challenges that come with making Pesach with a lot of little children at home. And I definitely have not had a, you know, calm, beautiful smile plastered on my face for the past, you know, five weeks. But um, overall, it's a it's a it's a an enviable situation, and um, it's was hard for me to know where to put that. Meaning, what am I supposed to be working on? <coughs> what is my place here when so many people are suffering, and even people within my own um, element are suffering? People who are alone, or people who have small children and have to work. And it's a very, very difficult balance for them, people who have um, tension or friction in their marriages, whether it's regular tension or friction, like everybody has, or sometimes a little bit more extreme or more difficult. Um, you know, how, where, where do I, how do I reconcile um, what seems to be kind of my own personal situation with what I know is going on around me. And um, not in terms of understanding why me, not at all, more in terms of understanding what is my role here. There is something going on of cosmic historical significance. And I am worried right now about the fact that my two small children are fighting at the breakfast table. Where is, where, like, it just seems so incongruous. And, um, after a few days or maybe a few weeks, and it was really a process for me, um, I came to what is such a simple, but in my mind, such a deep and important revelation, which is the same Rabbonu Shalom, the same master of the world that decreed or not just decreed, that is totally in charge of and is totally implementing every single aspect of what is an international human tragedy and is demanding superhuman efforts of my own very, very, very close friends who are working in hospitals in New York at danger to their own lives to save the lives of other people and people who I know who themselves are sick or who have already lost close loved ones or have had close loved ones that have been in danger, people who are in difficult difficult situations, the same way that Hashem designed both the international, both the global situation, He designed each situation for each of us. So, it goes both ways. Sometimes it seems like, well, I'm so fortunate. Why did I get to be so fortunate? And sometimes it goes the other way, which is like, you know, there is this international tragedy going on and people are called upon to do something great, to be heroic. And here I am sitting on my couch. And it's not just like people have been saying that by sitting on your couch, you're saving lives because you're helping not to spread the virus. It's more than that. It's deeper than that. It's more spiritual than that. It's that this is the situation that Hashem has put you in. Um, most of you will know who this is, a student of mine, wonderful, vibrant, smart, 
wonderful student of mine who I adore just became engaged and I was talking to her mother about, you know, the uncertainty of the wedding, etc. And um, she is someone who would have had a big, vibrant, exciting wedding. And the first thought I had was, I don't know why, and I can't tell you, but this situation was designed specifically for her. It's not, and this I want to make clear what is not my message. It is not, let's focus on the positive. Well, which is a nice thing also. Let's focus on the positive. Let's focus on the fact that she's engaged, that she found her bus shirt, that they're so fortunate to be together, that they're healthy. Look how many people are not healthy, etc. Could be a nice message. Not my point. My point is, is that no, this for some reason is her b'sha'a tova umtzlachas. I don't know why, but that is her beautiful situation. This is her opportunity, challenge, um, bracha. It doesn't matter. It's really all this different words for the same situation. This is the situation that the Rabboni Shalom put her in. The same way he put someone else in a life-threatening situation, the same pers- way he put someone else in a situation in which they are poised for medical heroics, and the same way he puts someone in a situation in which their role for some reason is to be alone at their Seder and to make the best of that. It's not that there is a global pandemic and we are challenged with um, recognizing the good things that we have despite that. It's that even though there is something going on globally, at the same time, Hashem, who is the master of all, has made a situation for us that is unique and individualized for us. And for some reason, this is the way that each and every one of us, I, Rivka Foxbrenner, yet Rivka Bas Pesha Gizel, was put in this earth to spend Shvi'i Shel Pesach in a social distancing situation with this amount of children and this husband and this home. That is my unique Yantif opportunity. And someone else has something different. We actually refer to this every day in Shmona Esrei when we say, Mechalkel um, Gomel Chasadim Tovim, sorry, Gomel Chasadim Tovim, that Hashem gives us Chesed that is Tov, that is good. And the commentaries on the Siddur explain why can't we just say Gomel Chasadim, like we say about other people? And the answer is because when a human being gives chesed to another person, they have a narrow view and they are trying to give that person what they're lacking and they are rewarded accordingly. Only Hashem gives gomel chesed tov, which means that when he gives to one person, he is not taking away in any way for somebody else. So... Just because someone else is challenged in one situation or someone else has good in one situation, my situation is, at, is and the only Hashem could do this, only Hashem can orchestrate that everybody has exactly what they need at a specific time. And he is neither taking away from anyone else to give somebody or giving someone at someone else's expense ever. And this is also what we see on Shvil Shel Pesach at Kriyas Yamsuf. The events leading up to Kriyas Yamsuf, we don't ever think about them. But a little bit, when you think about it, it just seems absurd 
Kali Israel just went out of Mitzrayim and Hashem orchestrates it that the Mitzrayim should follow us straight into the Yamsuf. Just take out a Haggadah that has a map on it. The way that Kali Israel traveled is so silly and so roundabout. Why are we there? And we think to ourselves, wow, we got into a pickle and Hashem saved us. But that's so silly. <laughs> that is where we needed to be at that exact moment. And if you look back, what an opportunity we would have missed. What a sense of Hashem's love, affection, and um, care for us we would have been missing if we weren't standing at that Yamsuf, if that Yamsuf hadn't split into 12 different parts with vegetation growing and you know water spouts coming out with fresh water for us and for our children, etc. What an opportunity we would have missed. And that is the point. Even it doesn't have to be a difficult time. It doesn't have to be a magnificent time or something dramatic or glamorous. Sometimes it's very mundane. The point is, is that it's orchestrated for us. And this is where we're supposed to be with the people who we're with at this specific time, not just to get through it, because this is the stage that was set for us not because something else happened that made it so this had to be this way. It's because it was designed ideally for us at this time. And if we can embrace that, what a connection, which is really what Shvishal Pesach is about, can we have with Hashem? And again, I'm not talking about something intense. I'm not talking about something so lofty. I'm talking about really something the opposite, something calm and connective and natural. Just a feeling of calm that I am where I'm supposed to be. I am where I have the opportunity to be the best me. Not perfect, not amazing, not heroic. Me, the best me I can be. And that is the specific situation that HaKadosh Baruch Hu put me in and that only he can put me in. So have a wonderful Yantif. And um, we should all realize our true selves that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us the opportunity to be. <laughs>